It's the Redirect Podcast. Search industry research, discussion, and analysis from the Black Truck Media and Marketing Headquarters. And now, redirecting you to the Black Truck Team. Welcome to episode 18 of the Redirect Podcast. It's Friday, October 6th. 2017 of this recording. I'm Jason Dodge and I'm joined once again by Ashley from the Black Truck Media and Marketing team. We're down, we're down a person on the podcast today. Patrick is, is out uh, travel today, so uh, it's going to be us two hanging and, and talking about things. So uh, a lot of things I feel moving, moving and shaking in yeah. the world of, of search marketing and, and really I think just digital marketing in general. Um, this week, um, Google had the big, I guess, hardware devices announcement with a lot of like game-changing uh, home devices and wearables, and like I think the Pixel Two even maybe got overshadowed by some of their some of their uh, pretty incredible devices they're coming out with that are ones that I think search marketers want to keep an eye on mm. as it relates to. Uh, voice search and natural language and just how um, how important that is to Google, which is, is something we should keep an eye on and, and make sure that we're having constant discussions about natural language, using natural language when we're writing content. Uh, featured snippets are still very, you know, very much relevant, yep. but they're very volatile, so keeping an eye on those in, in your ongoing SEO work. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you want to lead off? Sure. So um, the first thing I want to share today is something I found on Moz. Um, it was a guest post by Brian Wood at Wayfair, which is a... Oh, come oh, on. You got I, the same you know, one. Good. This will be a good discussion then. I, it's funny because I went in a totally different direction than usual this week. So uh, yeah, we'll have a little overlap. But um, so it's, again, from Wayfair, a home goods e-commerce site. So um, he talked about how they studied their own um, search queries, e-commerce um, focused search queries. They removed their branded queries um, and they were looking at um, the clicks, the click share. Mm -hmm. So they found that organic click-through rates lose 25% of click share on desktop and um, 55% on mobile from 2015 to 2017. So the whole idea was, you know, how are ads on SERPs mm -hmm. affecting organic mm -hmm. click-through? Um, so I don't know if you want to take it from I there. Yeah, I think, um, well, the, the staggering number there is the growth in the mobile side, right? I mean, yeah. they, they go from, um, okay, so yeah, they lost uh, click-through rate uh, losses of 25% on desktop. Mm -hmm. You know, I... I don't think he mentioned in there how much of their traffic decreased from desktop anyways. I mean, if 60% right. of right. searches are done mobily right now, I mean, there's that's a little bit uh, of an up and down in that in that number. But the 55% on mobile yeah. is certainly uh, a concern there. And the, the big reason why is we know if you do any mobile search, especially for Wayfair, and, and thinking of the, the, I don't even, hundred thousands of, product that they carry, how competitive the home goods space is that mm -hmm. is highly ad driven that if you do a search for anything home goods related on your phone, 
you know, everything is an ad before you scroll down. And yep. even partially when you scroll down, it's still going to be uh, some sort of an ad. So it is, it is really interesting to see someone like, uh, like Brian kind of coming out from, from Wayfair and saying, Hey, this is, this is what we're seeing, uh, to be able to share that with the com- community. I think that's fascinating. Yeah. And he was very careful to point out that the, the data is only applicable to e-commerce search queries, um, where there's the ads and <clears throat> yeah, I think, PLAs. I think that's a really, really yeah. good, a really good point. So if you're, if you're thinking about it and saying, Oh my God, is this going to affect me? I, I mean, the more, commercial intent that's behind your searches that you might be focused on, you'd most certainly want to be monitoring and seeing like who's advertising, mm-hmm. you know, cause if you go and do, if you go and do a search, even if you're going after organic, um, rankings and, and ways to improve your organic click through rates and stuff too, if you're on the fence about how competitive something is, just go and do a search for it and see how many people are advertising on it. I mean, if it's, mm-hmm. if it, there's advertising, you know, at the top and there's PLAs on the left or, or in the, in the bar below. And, um, odds are you might have to pay to be in that space for a little while. Right. So, um, things are, things are definitely shaken out there and Google's placing more with the shift in the last year, you know, with, with Google moving to the four ad placements on top mm-hmm. type of scenario, um, versus, you know, the right rail and everything. I think that definitely uh, is affecting everyone. Yep. Yeah. And the article has got some great screenshots in there um, of how SERPs have changed in appearance over the over the years and how it's even much less, um, for the, the text ads at least, it's it's less apparent what's an ad and what's not. Yeah, so, so it's, it's a little bit more uh, ambiguous yeah. uh, in terms of what, what the ad is. Um, Brian pointed out some really good things in here too. So you mentioned that, that I guess you would say it, uh, the subtle ad labeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's less obvious. Um, Google shopping ads are starting to show up more and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, PLAs. We're seeing Google shopping show up too. If anybody's done a, um, if you've watched a YouTube video lately, we might've mentioned this in a previous episode, especially if it's a DEY focused or I'm, I'm uh, DIY. DIY. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> It's been a long week. <laughs> if I'm if I'm a do-it-yourselfer and I'm looking at how to do something and it's related to products, mm-hmm. you're gonna now see you know shopping ads integrated in there um, that are very very close and hyper-targeted. Um, and the sheer fact there's more ads there's more ads being served. I think kind of uh, uh, per per search query too. So. Uh, it certainly is is going to be a challenge. Did he give any insights on on what they were? Did he give any insights on what they were seeing from a conversion perspective, like hard data on that? I don't know if he did or not. Oh gosh, I remember seeing something about that. Um, shoot. Yeah, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. But I don't think directly about that, but something about. Yeah, sorry. The stats are pretty staggering, though, too, about um, how many... The the study from, I think it's off, Ofcom, that found half of adults don't recognize ads in Google, and about 70% of teenagers didn't recognize Google ads. So that the ad labeling, with it being that subtle, people don't, people don't recognize mm-hmm. it. And I'll still stand by my claim that I've made in probably multiple presentations is that... 
the user doesn't care if they're being served with the proper answer or at least what they perceive to be correct for them. They don't care if it costs you, the advertiser, a couple bucks or 10 bucks or, you know, $20. They don't care. Mm -hmm. If it gets them what they want, they could care less about whether or not it's an ad. So um, you have to go into it with that in your mind too. And the the change from the yellow text in like, was it 2014 to then going to this more subtle green uh, to now a less trans or a more transparent green in late 2017. So um, that's, that's really interesting here too. I wanted to um, follow up. You had asked about like, conversions and I misremembered something, but the comments on this article are pretty interesting to read through too. Yeah. There's a lot of golden notes. Yeah. And then, so Brian, in response to someone else, um, he, he mentioned that, um, like position one, um, delivers less click through rate than a few years ago. Um, I guess a lot less on mobile, he said, Hmm. um, the difference in traffic between number one and number two is smaller than it used to be. Um, not counting branded queries. Hmm. But we still see that traffic from the number one position converts substantially better than traffic from other positions. So the number one spot remains um, very valuable. So uh, that's not conversion. Um, That is conversion, but yeah, roundabout way of getting back to what I thought I remembered reading. Yeah, and his his first comment in here, uh, well, it's his first comment now because Maz, um, I don't know if it's in reverse order or not, but um, sometimes it does. But... um, just wanted to point out that, again, this is very much e-commerce focused mm-hmm. or what are known as transactional keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he alludes to a couple things here where there's a lot higher ROI in the transactional space still. Um, in that at least half of the clicks going to SEO. So um, there, make sure if you, if you do check out the show notes, make the jump, go look at some of the comments in here. There's some really, there's some really good comments in here about, um, not suggestions, but people just asking additional questions and Brian's being very open about it. So I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess in more AdWords news while we're talking about advertising versus, versus SEO and SERPs. Uh, Google announced this week that uh, AdWords daily budgets can overspend by two times automatically. For those of you that manage uh, PPC campaigns in an ongoing fashion, this is kind of a buzzkill. We are all used to, I guess, as managers of, of AdWords campaigns, we're all pretty used to saying, hey, we have this kind of monthly budget or this is what our campaign period looks like. How do we pace that on a daily spend or a monthly spend? And especially as you get during certain periods of, of the month or weeks where you might ramp that up or ramp that down. Google posted a tweet on Wednesday, I think it was, that said, you know, to help you hit advertising goals, your campaigns can now spend up to twice your average daily budget. Well, gee, thanks. <laughs> um, the the hard part to stomach for search marketers is that this is not an optional item either. Mm. So it, it's an automatically rolled out feature, and it's not an optional item to just say, you know, opt out. Um, 
it's it's a really tough it's a really tough thing to to understand. They're not very clear about it, which is I suppose should be expected with Google. Um, but what they're saying is is that on days with lots of high quality traffic, your cost could be up to two times your daily budget. Um, then the spending is balanced back down on days when when your spend is below your daily budget. Meaning if um, this is more machine learning um, powering uh, algorithms powering AdWords in the sense that that if they see a day where there's more activity, more volume, they're going to take your daily budget and double it so that you get more play. And then on days where it's slow, they're going to sh- they're going to shrink it down. Um, what's even more is fascinating about is they're saying keep in mind you won't be charged more than your monthly charging limit the average number of days in a month 30.4 months which is our average that we do so that makes a lot of sense right that makes a lot of sense that that you're um you know we have in paid search you can have a lot of peaks and valleys so things can be very peaky or they can be very consistent depending on what you're doing um so it makes sense that they would maybe have the machine take action on days that are really hot. Mm-hmm. The The problem is um, there's. it would be nice to be able to, you know, are we going to be able to set a monthly budget? And the answer right now is no. Like there's no, there isn't really an option. There are, um, we can look at things like uh, what was the over delivery? So what, what days did they over deliver? Meaning did they, mm-hmm. did they amplify that? Um, monthly budgets are calendar months budgets, so they're not a rolling 30.4 days. So that's, that's good. Um, but I, I think that there's a lot of confusion around this. I hope that they clarify it. I've only recently started to dig in and understand it. So I even probably in this podcast sound like a little bit of a, of a buffoon, but, um, it, what the biggest impact it's probably going to have is on short-term campaigns where you're doing a sprint of maybe maybe it's a week, maybe it's even just a month where, you know, you have a good chunk of budget to spend. I've got to spend it between, you know, now on the 6th and I've got to spend it between now and the 30th. And, and they're going to take some matters into their own hands. That's pretty frustrating mm-hmm. from a um, PVC manager's perspective. So, um but there were there were updates on it that came out today. This was uh, um, Search Engine Land had posted an article. I had read it. Um, I had gotten a notification about it. I also saw the the tweet. But then Search Engine Land did a great write up on it, and then they did an update today. Um, and the question had come out uh, after they published it as to whether advertisers should cut their budgets in half in response to this oh, change. That was a big deal, right? Like if hey, if you're going to double my budget. Should we just cut it in half? And and kind of the answer in most cases is no. So if you're prepared to spend what your daily budget adds up to for the month. Right. Right? So if you're prepared to spend that, then you should be, you know, in essence, you should be okay. Um, but you definitely are going to want to keep an eye on this and, and keep keep tabs on it for, for future future campaigns so um and and i think too they they pointed out here for evergreen campaigns unless your campaign budgets are already capped 
you're likely managing budgets with bids already, meaning um, you might have a budget that appears to be slightly inflated and you're adjusting that um, in real time, if you will, mm -hmm. through bid management. Okay. So, um, so there's certainly some shakeups going yeah. on. Yeah. So I actually was going to share an article that I read from WordStream on, on, the, same on the same thing. Topic. Yeah. yeah. And you, you know, you pretty much covered everything and, um, I'm glad that you did because this is your wheelhouse. <laughs> so I was going to let you take it anyway, but, um, I had a couple questions, um, as you were speaking, do, do campaigns ever, um, like cut off quickly because of how the monthly budget is spent or do, is it really distributed over the, the 30.4? Yeah. yeah. So it, it's definitely, what do you, what do you set it at from, uh, a daily spend perspective. So I, I would say it's going to be a lot easier if you're not a, a kind of seasoned PPC marketer to understand it, that if you had a, um, let's just say you had a $20 a day budget and you were going after all hours of the day and the average cost per click was $5, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to get that much run out of that. Right. Right. So that's what you really have to watch. And, and that's the game that you're going to that that's the game that you play. So um, but Google's saying, well, if they're willing to spend twenty dollars a day, average that out over thirty point four. There's your monthly, you know, there's your monthly yeah. budget. They're willing to spend double that on a certain day where you're showing, you know, more activity. Again, I haven't read into it enough to understand is the machine learning based off of, I, I'm making the assumption it's machine learning, but <laughs> is, is it based off of um, click activity, impression activity, mm. or conversion data? I would be more willing to say, yeah, you can spend two times the budget as long as we're figuring it out off of conversion data. Right. I mean, to me, that, that equates to a hot day, not a massive amount of search queries for something yeah. because you could have a spike in search queries, but it doesn't mean that, that, that that's really positive for an advertiser. Right. Right. So yeah, the, the word stream article makes it's almost sound like it's on impressions, but I don't know where they would have gotten that insight hmm. from. WordStream's got a lot of really great information. You know, they're, they're a great resource. We love reading their, their content. So, um, it, they, they might have some some good insights there. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm anxious to read that since I did not read it yet. So, um, but otherwise, yeah, the big shakeup I think this week was definitely from, um, was from the paid mm -hmm. side of things. So that was a really great tie in with what, uh, Brian was sharing from the Wayfair team, seeing shifts in, um, paid clicks and organic clicks to what the AdWords team is doing and pushing out there as well. Oh, some minor changes in analytics too, at least on our end in terms of the way you flip between accounts. So if you are a digital marketer and you manage multiple um, profiles, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a weirdness that's happening mm -hmm. there in terms of how you navigate and select and, and walk between accounts. Uh, so keep an eye on that too. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to add? No, not today. Awesome. Cool. Well, I think that's some really hard-hitting stuff. 
And we'll dig into the the whole AdWords uh, daily spend thing a little bit more because I, I clearly want to understand it too. So um, if anybody has any other additional insights that they want to share, please leave them in a comment uh, or certainly reach out and share your thoughts on that as well. So until next time, good luck. And we'll talk to you then. This has been the Redirect Podcast. Check out the show notes at blacktruckmedia.com and add us on iTunes and Stitcher.